Hey everybody, it's good old JR Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling, and you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. A good solid broom and a shovel. I know we talked about this before. Fucking Joey. But, but damn, does it make a difference in like just getting the job done quick. If you have like one of them little small push brooms and you're trying to move stuff like in your driveway and yeah. you bring out the big boy yeah. and you really start going to town, oh, that's when stuff gets Nothing done. better than having a nice clean garage floor. You know what's also <laughs> nice to have in your garage is a nice big tool chest. Oh, God damn you. Oh, oh those soldiers. Andrew just shoving the old tool just chest right twisting that knife in my face. back. Well, because now when you whenever you only you go, have that because of me, because <laughs> of my truck, it was me, Austin. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I would have rented the truck to bring it. The, you know, you, twenty bucks. You know something oh, yeah. really simple I did in my garage like two summers ago that I love. I put the the Rubbermaid fast track oh, all around stuff? with the hooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got awesome. like eight different kinds. I've got ladder hooks. I've got uh, I've got extension cord hooks, shovel hooks rake hooks small hooks big hooks large hooks my pole trimmer i just lay across multiple pole hooks trimmer. you shouldn't have anything on the ground no nothing it does it's a not a pole it's a pole saw trimmer <laughs> i was being like a, like a pole saw but um i don't have a tool chest my garage isn't as large as andrew's but i do have a fridge in the garage <laughs> and uh but that's man, all you need Dave. The, the, this you know you, I, I hung them and just different types of hooks all the way around it's nice oh we know your garage is small you have your saw in my basement (laughs) it couldn't even fit (laughs) andrew's got a larger house than i do and a larger garage and a nicer lawn to compensate a larger basement larger front door i I, 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 size the bradley center i think of i think of andrew's house the thing i envy the most the lawn and the front door yeah the front door andrew Andrew put a large ass front door on his house it's a fucking giant front yeah what is it it's 50 I believe it's 52 inches. Oh, 52. It's over four feet wide. And it, it, you don't even, you don't, some people, it's going to look funny. It doesn't look funny. And like, oh, hey, is there going to be enough room? Do I have to take no. the door off to get that couch in? No. no Do question. I have to take no. the door off to get the love seat in? No. no. Does well, the door have to come off for the fridge? No. Well, Does the door got- have to come off for anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I got the idea of my uh, brother built his house first. And so he did that because we had such a tough time with all the furniture out of his old house, getting it from the basement, everything. So every doorway in his is. You think that inches. would be like on every house be because standard. it's a problem it's that's universal for people. Oh, is it going to fit in the front Can't door? Not. Oh, not at Andrew's house. It's not. No, no, no. Having to go through like the deck door. Or something. I'm so jealous of because every winter I want to bring my motorcycle in the living room <laughs> and just park it in there. But there's no way there's it's getting through my old 36 inch door. There's people who do that. That I like, want to be one in, of them. in towns or in cities or in states, wherever area. Is where look at me mixing up both my margaritas. Yeah, you have two, two of them. That, yeah, well, liar. That's water. No, this is definitely a margarita. It. I was working out in the yard today, so I treated myself. Uh, this one, um, treat yourself, Andrew. You got this one at the new restaurant in Ashkosh, right? Yeah, the mine shaft. Yeah, mine shaft, and this one uh, from an undisclosed location that uh, yeah, you they may like have the, not uh, gotten. They uh, like illegally. to thank God it's. Uh, no, well, not Thursday. Something. It's think, think, thank God it's Thursdays. Yes, yeah, past the statute First of limitations. Well, that was the that was a George Carlin bit where he's like, they should name it Wednesdays. People will drink a lot more if they still think it's the middle of the week. <laughs> God, everybody, in, everybody knows Thursday nights hard liquor and handgun night. <laughs> where is that at? That's what my old college football uh, coach used to say. Yeah. Boys, it's Thursday night. Don't go out. It's hard liquor and handgun night. And if you're gonna go out, you better 
stay out. Ugh, boy, <laughs> the old coach saying, oh, don't come so back. What are you doing in the, in the yard there, Oak? I cut down a cedar tree. We're putting, okay. a, we're putting a fence in, so I had, to cut down a, I had to cut down one cedar tree. I have like a row. Oh, God, look at that. You're Almost cutting down your cousin? A cedar. Oh, cedar. Oh, God. Jeez, no, so I had to cut down a cedar tree. That's why I'm having two margaritas tonight. It's to treat myself for a uh, uh, work well done in the yard. Well, Don't forget one you, for your homie. I hope you plan on doing something with that cedar tree. That that wood is highly sought after. Cedar? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. You can hang it in closets and make things fresh. Yeah. You could um, uh, maybe a little gift for your fiance. Oh, maybe God. for uh, whittle her up. for the baby boy. You could uh, make a crib. A whittle, yeah, whittle a crib. A life size root. <laughs> There's no, no. Pass. Pass on that? Pass. Well, you know who likes to do a lot of passing is Aaron Rodgers. Well, wait, aren't we coming live? Aren't we doing all Oh, that's right. I are going so much, I totally forgot about it. Lead us in, Quinn. Quinn, oh, Quinn give yourself a second. Okay, wait. He's going to fix it in editing. Hang on. No. No, no he's not. No, Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. Broadcasting from the Whalen Corporation studios, we are nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley, overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago, which may or may not have been boiling this weekend. I'm not sure. But folks, this is the Bad Medicine Podcast. We're glad you're with us. And what else should they do? Like, comment, subscribe, bang (laughs) that bell, smash that subscribe button, and uh, look for the links for Dave. He'll have something in there funny for you. Somewhere in there. Somewhere. I always forget every time you say and for like half a second, my mind goes blank. I'm always, what did I forget? Oh, yeah. Deer and headlight look. Ding ding the bell. Like the subscribe button. Throw out that link. Follow (laughs) us on Facegram. All that stuff. Scratch that like button on the social web. God. Download the Fit Boss app. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare when Quinn's the angry old guy. If you haven't followed us before, that uh, doesn't like well, basically everything. But social media, Instagram, Facebook, which is funny that you're a part of a podcast that you know broadcasts on all Mm. of the uh, platforms that uh, you're angry about in general. We even have a TikTok. Not for long. We well, we know. I got rid of that as soon oh, as the you? U.S. wants to ban that shit. Uh, we no don't need to go into all here. that stuff. But, but what are all yeah. those? Uh, what are all those ladies going to do who are making all the money off the TikTok? What are they going to do now? Well, they don't they have to go back to the Instagram. Yeah. Well, China's getting all the information anyway off that app, so it's oh, it's already done. It's deal. done deal. Yeah, it's, it's done might as well keep making the videos. <clears throat> you know what China's not doing is they're not. Having a football season, Quinn. You want to they're, try starting over? They're, they're not because they're uh, they're not passing on it. And you know who likes to do a lot of passing? Pass, Aaron pass. Rogers. That's what he just said. Danica Patrick. Like Quinn's been he passing on pass. his Segway classes. Yeah. You know who hasn't been doing a lot of passing is Danica Patrick because she can't drive worth a shit. Uh, well, when she's not driving anymore. Her, uh, is, she, is she racing? <laughs> not, she no, is, she's retired. Yeah. She's uh, retired. So big news in uh, in in. Sports and celebrities and Hollywood type stuff. Even though neither of them are actors, they uh, they're they're definitely a listers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Danica he's Patrick. Not even looking at the right called camera. it splits. Um, it's Splitsville. I don't know. You know the thing is. So we're we're all from Wisconsin. We know we have fans and followers. People dinging the bell and Ooh, smashing the Ireland, like button. You know, uh, sorry, Dave, but I, Ireland is starting to pop up on our radar. I, so, laddie. yeah, yeah. Hey. 
drinking that's some why. Irish whiskey. I have a couple hey, of friends from that's, Ireland. That's, mm-hmm. Hey, there you go. Right so uh, a couple of people in the fitness industry from Ireland that uh, that like us and follow us. Good good people out there in There's Ireland. Not a lot of sun out there. They but must um, have to do a lot of fake but tanning, so of for, for people outside of Wisconsin, let me tell you that like. Nobody seemed like super excited that Aaron was dating Danica Patrick. Like we didn't love no. her. And Aaron's last girlfriend, Olivia Munn, like when they started dating, I think people were some people were like, Oh, it's cute. And then inevitably, like seemed to be uh, some performance issues with Aaron on the field um when he started dating Olivia. Now here's the question. I think he won the MVP at 14 the, with her though. Was is, did he really? He wasn't dating her in 14. I thought it was 16 to well, I'll look it up. Look it, look up. it up. Because the thing is, is that there, in the history, it, it sometimes up. in sports, in history and in sports, God, I'm all, I'm all Margarita's hitting me good today. <laughs> I was quick on it. So sometimes what we see with athletes is when they get in <clears throat> serious relationships, it can seem to impact their performance in their given sport. And you can certainly say, you know, Aaron, we, he didn't really have a lot of like public relationships when he was younger with the Packers. And his first, I think, big celebrity relationship, as far as I remember, was with Olivia Munn. Uh, he, he she was say relationship to, like, Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Relay. Solar or something like that. She was in... Uh, like the internship, like she wasn't exactly. She was she wasn't that big Who? of a star exactly. exactly. But I was exactly. correct. They started dating in April of fourteen, and they split in April of seventeen. I think that's around the time they split. So I think he likes splitting up in April. So he won the MVP that year. Yeah, right? in fourteen, the yep. 2015 season. Yep, because that's wow. that's the Bostick. And then what botched. happened last year? Well, the yeah. year after. Yeah. Yeah, so it was downhill. So things were good. Wait a like minute. any other relationship, it was all sunshine and rainbows for the first eight months. Just and she started getting on his ass. Like, yeah. oh, you better win a second MVP or I'm out. Oh, she yeah. probably had stuff eight all months. over her face page about her and Aaron, and then it all slowly went away. Are we forgetting that they implemented a new system for Mr. Rogers? And he does not like throwing interceptions. So with his funny little receivers that don't know much, he's just going to throw the ball away. Yeah. We're not talking about that, Dave. We're, we're talking saying. about are, are you trying to tie that Danico, right? are you trying to tie that into uh, making an argument that it wasn't in fact Olivia Munn and his relationship that would have caused uh, a decrease in the quality of his performance but rather a new system and new receivers is that what you're saying you're That's defending exactly Olivia saying. Munn I'm actually no I'm defending uh, that it wasn't a relationship that caused his issues, potential issues. Oh, I think I would because Andrew just said it was 2014. 14. He won an MVP when he was dating Olivia someone. Mark. Yeah, it's always easy the first. Yeah, when it's new and, new and fresh, new and fresh. It's a honeymoon. He's playing. Yep. Probably it was probably your classic like long distance relationship where you see each other like every third or fourth week. All you do is bang for like three days straight, and then you go back home like. Oh, I miss you. I can't wait to see you in a month. And then you see each other and it's like rabbit sex all weekend long, you know, all over the hotel and in, you know, the neighbor's backyard and wherever, you know. And then back to you know what I'm saying though like, I get what you're saying but I don't think they well did she was that. probably like all excited Danica was probably all excited you know she's like okay I'm a Bears fan but I'll wear your jersey on Sunday and rah rah and then We're like still by talk like about Olivia yet well oh. well even with her the same deal but right so probably same by, story right? probably by like the second year she's like 
so you're just going to keep playing football? Like I thought, you know, we'd move on to something else. Like, no, this is this, this is what is I my do. Job. This is the guy you. Uh, this is the guy you picked. Who was it? Who was it? It was Romo. Romo was the quarterback when what? he started oh. dating Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Dallas hated Jessica oh, Simpson hated because he, I think it was at the same time he started dating her that uh, he that started, his, yeah, like yeah, giving games away in the fourth giving quarter. games away, and they would show her in like the skybox. <laughs> <laughs> But was it Jess? Get her out of here. But was it really Jess more so than Tony? I think that was well, more Tony know, than Jess. Can, you know, you can ask that question about Aaron. You know, is you know, obviously he's getting older. He's losing his step just because of that. He's still a phenomenal quarterback, obviously, and we're hoping that if we have football this year, fans or not, that uh, that Aaron will step up and and perform how we want him to. But uh, you have to you have to wonder, and it, it's an interesting thing, and it's. Um, I, I wanted to find the picture, though, Jessica, that they show her in the box, and she's like, yeah, going like this, and you just hear a smatter of booze. Boo. <laughs> yeah, like, look, he's here to play football, not to date celebrities. But, we um, liked her, him with Carrie Underwood better. So here's a here's a legitimate question, though, okay? So here's, here's a legitimate question. Do you think that the ups and downs that come along with anybody's dating can impact a player's performance in professional sports. Now, we know, anybody who's been through a breakup knows, look, if you've got a nine to five and you go through a crappy breakup, it can definitely impact your work. You're going to be down in the dumps. You, you know, you're dealing with some drama. Your head's not in the right space. And it can be hard to focus on your work. Now, depending on what sort of work you do is obviously going to uh, you know, decide, you know, how big of an impact, you know, not being, you know, in the zone or whatever it is has on your work. Like if you're somebody who works on a line and it's just, you know, Hey, you're grabbing something, passing it, you know, being sad or whatnot might not have that big of an impact. But if you're somebody who has to be zoned in, there's a level of accuracy, whether it be throwing a football or doing something else where you can't be zoning out, you can't be down in the dumps. <laughs> Brain insertion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a great look. You if you're that. a, if you're a brain surgeon who just went through a really, really bad breakup on a Sunday and Monday you have to like perform a surgery, I don't oh. want to be the guy who's, you know, under no. you and you're like, oh, I wish you hadn't left Why me. Why don't you go you ahead know, and like, take a few days and then you can work on it. Yeah, me. like come well, back. He's, he's probably got like four Jaguars in his garage if he's a doctor doing surgery. He's fine. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but we, you think that, but like, look, breakups impact everybody. Look, just because you're rich and whatever, see ya. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. I'm going to take my Ferrari out and forget about my sorrows. No, man. Really? You're going to hit 100 on the highway yeah. and you're in that dust. But, uh, you know, on the, on the flip side of Dave that. Dave replaces women with cars. <laughs> on the flip side of that, you can't expect, you know, celebrities and stuff not to have, you know, relationships. And, well, you're a professional football player. You can't have you a serious relationship. And if you it. do, you better not break up because we can't, uh, we can't afford you having a poor me Sunday no. uh, when it's time to get on the field and perform question if you were a coach and in this case like this a high pri or high profile uh player we'll just say aaron Rodgers, right mm -hmm. or do you have them in the do you just pull them aside friendly and be like hey man if you're gonna break up just don't do it during the season yeah but the thing <laughs> is you're saying that but what if she dumped it do we know who dumped who uh, oh no they always are like saw, oh yeah. it's amicable they cited you know irreconcilable differences irreconcilable irreconcilable I'm pretty sure differences they, they know the differences um, no from from, <laughs> from everything I saw it just, they just stopped following each other yeah. and like it was months in the making here's what I think they stopped it. 
She unfollowed his ass on Instagram. That's what it was. That's how and she also right away. And she, took down, and she took down all the pictures of them together. Oh, that's when you know what's that's getting when people serious. People are starting to think that they're done. I think Rogers probably just realized, like, hey, she's kind of got the stink of a loser on her. I don't want that rubbing off on me. Never, never got on a podium in a NASCAR race. But you, Quinn, get she's off really me. into yeah, cars. And she everything. was also. Yeah. She actually broke ground in NASCAR, being the first females, even though she didn't get a win. I think she, you know, made a lot of changes lady there. Lady crash a lot. Is there a lady crash lot? Has there been another female NASCAR driver? Yeah, there's somewhere? one. There's a couple that are, well, there's some in the lower ranks that are yeah, trying, I'm talking but. about, you know, that's there on, on Sundays, you know. Oh, in the big leagues. Well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. There's trying to work research can look that up. Uh, they're working their way up. But uh, at least, look, if they're going to break <laughs> up I'm glad they broke up. God, this is so this is so bad. It's like dudes like life, but like, <laughs> hey, look, at least they broke up in July. My happiness yeah. on Sunday's born first. I mean, here's the way we can look at this, okay? All right. So Packer fans, look, if Aaron breaks up with Danica in July, okay, unless it was a really, really bad breakup and they have ongoing drama, you know, all of August, he's probably six weeks from now, you know, September, at least that, that initial sting is going to be gone. Yeah, he'll be right. Back in the game. So he's back when, you know, you know, preseason, whenever that starts, you know, he might still be, but whatever it's preseason, yeah. nobody's going to give a shit about it. But by the time the season starts, he's probably, you know, he's probably going to be doing okay. And then when the season starts, if he does find, a new chick, it's probably not going to be serious enough to where it's going to impact his... It's, look, man, I'm, yeah, this no, is scientific just, just shit. Keep scientific going. Evidence. It's probably not going to be serious enough during the season where it could impact this year. Now, yep. moving forward, if it gets more serious, whatever. I don't know, man. Look, all I'm saying is that when Tiger Woods you know, went back to you know doing what he's doing best... <laughs> He started winning again. <laughs> Hitting the All right. Ball. Yeah. But Ty, somebody, some comedian. We need Tiger back. Tiger needs to get back to drugs and whores and golf. Because yeah, that's what he does best. I forget who. I forget. Is it Burr? That sounds I, like I a don't, Burr. I bit. think it might have been Bill Burr. He, Tiger Woods needs to get back to drugs and whores and winning. Because marriage and, 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 and you know, having to go out there and say, oh, I'm a sex addict. Please don't, you know, cancel my sponsorship. It's, it didn't work well for him nope. tiger needs to do what he tiger does to win so well, do you guys I, I think uh with him though but once you get in the training camp you're around your friends you're around your teammates it, he'll start to you know he'll start to get off of his mind he'll start getting used to that camaraderie and then even when he get to the games you start he'll start concentrating because a lot of stuff he's back to yeah, the locker a lot of, room lot of, and it's like oh seven notifications from Missy or whatever. Yeah. Oh, hey, just hey, I know you're probably pretty busy right Practicing. now. Just wanted to wish you good luck before the game. You bitch! Yeah, he needs to block her. But well, then if you block somebody, then it's like, oh, I wonder if they message me and I don't even know because they blocked them. You know, I should unblock them. Oh God, can you imagine like getting ready for a? big fucking game like what if you had a breakup what if like a superstar athlete had a shitty breakup that you know they didn't make public you're getting ready for a big game haven't talked to her for like 10 days and right before you're getting ready to go out hey hey just stranger to say good luck <laughs> and like you know she's you know you know 
got some dude on the couch while she's watching you play like oh this bitch you know well, that athlete though whoever is getting ready for that big game he could have some hard-nosed concentration could be like, like Jordan, it could be like jordan or yeah. kobe where it's just like stone cold like hey, bitch i'm here to win maybe that's yeah. what happened to vontez perfect that's why uh he got thrown out of so many games he was pissed off about <laughs> something and just went head hunting wide receivers coming across the field he just, and just sees her face just, <laughs> sees blonde hair and he's like <laughs> no, if you're on defense and you just went through a bad breakup just think oh, how yeah. great it is to light someone up Ooh. with all that aggression and everything yeah, yeah i never thought about that you know when you think about like you being tears a, in your eyes as you, you do think it. about being a quarterback <laughs> You think about being a quarterback, like it's ruining your like your precision Psyche. and your accuracy. And then think about being like a linebacker and like picturing like, oh, this running back is the guy who stole my girlfriend, no, be, regardless of whether it is yeah, or not. Like I'm Alvin Mack, Alvin Mack in the program, oh, yeah. or uh, Washington from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High when they screw with his Trans Am, holy mess with his Trans Am, and Forrest Whitaker's up there just killing guys. Tackled by Washington, sacked by Washington, Washington, Washington. <laughs> I suppose it could really it could really play and or or even like a skilled player gets dumped. Oh yeah, you're gonna dump me? Watch this, bitch! I'm gonna throw for 400 today. Touchdown! See how you like that shit? You know, I think it'd suck for baseball players to have that break up. All that time to think. All yeah, just yeah. sitting at the plate, <laughs> just sitting waiting there. for the pitch. I wonder who <laughs> she's. I wonder who she's. <laughs> yeah, you're not even like batting. You're just you're just like staring like <laughs> sitting out, sitting yeah. out left. I didn't know who she was. I swear to God. I wonder if she's trying to text me right now. Coach, can I bring my phone out to left field? He's like, yeah, you're, you're a dude all like, 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 What the fuck, man? Boy, he's <laughs> really been studying that play card from the manager. Uh, oh yeah, you can. What if you put your no? You know the the the, the forearm thing where you yeah. flip it up, put your phone here, yep. like texting, dude. You're in the huddle. What are you doing? Just mind your business. <laughs> Hang on, we got four seconds. I got to get this emoji uh, out. So, <laughs> so we're we're hoping that uh, there is an NFL season, fans or not. We still want to sit around on Sunday and watch games. Not going to get into that too much. We're just going to all remain cautiously optimistic as a uh, as a as a group. But we hope. That, uh, you know, when football comes around, you know, we love Aaron Rodgers here in Wisconsin. So obviously, we know we hope he's doing okay and stuff like that. Dave, you love him. But we also hope that he plays really, really good this year. He will. will. Imagine, like, imagine that. Like, oh, like the world's gone crazy and we need something to make the world right. And the Packers come back and win another Super Bowl. Win another Super Bowl. America's team. That's right. And another MVP for Rodgers. Book it. And who's the team that, you know, because. When the Cubs won that World Series, it had been so long. And I think even aside from people who really hated the Cubs, which are people who hate the Cubs, yeah, I mean, aside I from like people it. who like hated the Cubs, everybody else was like, party. Yeah, the Cubs. Well, you know, was, is there a football team? I don't think a lot of people want to. Here's, here's a good that. question for the fans. If the And this is, this is for fans everywhere, not just Packer fans, but for Packer fans and for fans all across the United States and all across the globe, even in Ireland. Here's a good question. If your team, whoever you're rooting for, doesn't win the Super Bowl, who would you want to see win? You know, for for me, it's always been, I want the Packers to win. If they're not going to win, the Patriots. Now, it's going to be whatever team Tom Brady's on. So now it's Tampa. So for me, we'll go around the table. So for me, I'll start. It's Tampa. If the Packers don't win, I want to see Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl. Andrew, Packers don't win. Who do you want to see? The Buffalo Bills. 
Just Why the Bills? Quick answer. Because of 0-4. And there and you go. Perfect. And for me, That's the fucking perfect answer. And, and the, the other reason, Bills the other reason was Tecmo Super Bowl because, you know, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, you know, that three-headed monster, you thought they would at least won one. But perfect yeah, answer. Why the left Bills? Blowouts. Get them a win. Quinn. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they tend to be the Green Bay Packers. Of they're, the my, they're my number two behind Tom Brady. And I like Tom, Terry Bradshaw. If Tom Brady's not going to win a Super Bowl, um, I always want to see the Steelers. Dave? It will be Tom Brady, wherever, whatever team he's on as well. But I am happy to see that Andy Reid finally won one yes, because he one. is a hell of a coach and deserved it. All right. <laughs> well, we want to hear, we wanna hear what you guys have to say. Any team other than the team that you specifically root for, number one, who would you want to see win a Super Bowl this year? I think that's, yeah, like uh, I cheered for the Bills and all four of those Super Bowls and was disappointed. I like that answer, Andrew. I really, I really like that answer. And I think you know what? And I think that would. I really, I'm so glad I wouldn't have even thought of that. But I think that would have a very similar feel to when the Cubs won the World Get Series. I back. think if the Buffalo Bills or went like to the, the Super Bowl, if they regardless of who it was, and, and, and if it was Tampa <clears> Bay. <throat> Because there's so many people who hate Brady, yeah. but regardless of who it is, I would I would definitely cheer for the Buffalo Bills just to get that. But you would feel equally bad if they lost. Like, oh fuck, five, we're five. five. I just want them. I wish the Boy, Vikings wait. could lose one more. Yeah, yeah, it's nice uh, that they're all. You were four. about to explain something about why you hated the Cubs. Uh, just because they're a Chicago team, don't like them. Oh. I mean, I loved Harry. <laughs> Harry. But, but but that World Series was kind of a win-win because it was the Cubs and it was the Indians. Yeah. And, they, and they had gone over 100 years, I or not 100 years, but a long time. Too, uh, I just moment. introduced my nephew to the uh, – he's almost 14 now. I just introduced him to the uh, the Harry Carey Will Ferrell yeah. skits. Yeah. It's the moon was made of spare ribs. Would you eat it? He's just – I don't have seconds. Cubs win. Cubs win. Cubs win. Cubs win. Well, I think uh, here in Wisconsin, we all kind of like the Indians as well because they film Major League and County Stadium. Kind of feels like your second yeah, team. Kind of feels like second team. And who didn't love <laughs> Charlie Sheen is the wow. And Harry Vaughn. Come on. Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I and Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker's big, big piece to that movie. Dude, yeah. if, if you just want to laugh, just go on YouTube and watch him on The Tonight Show with Carson. He, his one-liners just, just are just, classic. oh, they're just mm-hmm. great. I love his one his bit where he's like, we're, we, had a, we had a route going here. He's like, hey, we need to stop this. Bob, grab a bat. Get in. <laughs> Stop this rally. Stop this rally. Andrew, we had some uh, some good feedback yeah, from we had our gummy some, uh, bear challenge. Very good. Nitro, what was it? Nitro gears. gummies? Nit- little nitro. Oh, yeah. Dave has the box over there. I mean, you know, I... I we have one left, don't we? Yeah. Who wants to have it? We have one little nitro left because Quinn bitched out, but he actually didn't it's throw the, the actual terminology I would use, but <laughs> he stood by not the terminology. He stood by his anti-hot food challenge <laughs> principles. His morals. For but hot when he food. threw it, you didn't actually take it out of the package and throw yeah, the little gummy. Did well, you? He, he had it, but he just went. Ah. Yeah, well, I had my gloves on, you know. Oh, so, so the I actual gummy the, bear uh, hit your floor, Andrew? No, no, no. no. You can see the instant replay on the video. Yeah. Oh, the heel replay. Yeah. Out of the package. <laughs> gloves on. gloves on. It's still good. So if anybody wants to join in, we have one extra gummy. Or you could just give it to somebody. Here, eat this. Can you imagine doing that? Like eating like regular gummy I wanted bears to do that at work. And just like give somebody like a handful and they have them throw it in. Whoa. Oh, that's, Has anybody ever said yes when somebody comes up to you and says, hey, eat this? No, but like, like if you had a handful of gummy bears and you like, you know, hey, oh, do you want oh, some? And you gave them like a few yeah. and they were like. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, the hot one in that there. would be that would be 
that would be cruel. You know, Jelly Bellies makes those nasty ass. Yeah, I had one. What did I? Oh my god! Yeah, I got one. The it's Jelly Belly, and one of them tastes like it literally. It's I. I don't. It smelled like it tasted. Like what shit. shit would taste like because I've never actually eaten poop, but I've smelled poop <laughs> and it tasted like what poop smelled like. It was gross. Andrew had these uh, these beans sitting on bean last boozled. year. Yeah. Bean and boozled. Bean boozled. It was gross. Oh, we could do a be- Is there a bean boozled challenge though, really? No, make- uh, this is the third edition. I don't know if these are, but yeah, like. Pencil shavings. Let's see what Barf, we have. Canned dog food, booger, rotten egg, caramel corn, centipede, and skunk. Gunk spray? Yeah. Oh, we got to get these. Because, like, some of them, like, yeah, there was two that weren't bad that were supposed to be bad. It was uh, toothpaste and then grass clippings. I got one that was toothpaste. Yeah, that that wasn't terrible, but I got one that that tasted like I said, like poop smelled like. No, yeah. Well, we should get food. we should get these bean boozled and do these I for have a them challenge. Right but uh, Andrew, so we had we had uh, one of oh well, let's, go get them. Okay. No, not right now, not right oh, now. Well, we got to set upstairs it upstairs in his office on the fourteenth. We got to set right. it up. We got to set it up for a challenge. But Andrew, we got a, an interesting uh, message Takagi's from one of our box. friends of the podcast, uh, yeah. uh, Joseph Matisse. Um, not a food challenge, but Joe was talking about something a little Just interesting. Just a challenge. He is. He wanted us to go to the Sheboygan and. Insane asylum. They do Arkham? tours. Yeah, not so Arkham. there's an. Uh, I'm guessing like some. What is, what is this place? Tell us. <sighs> see, I don't know much about. Google it, it up. See, well, let's see what yeah, it looks yeah. like. Isn't that the one where they put one of the Kennedy daughters in, or is that the one in Janesville? Yeah, either way, it's one of them. Either way, it works, right? Wisconsin yeah. Insane Asylum. Well, first, Scott yeah. Steiner's favorite Scott place. Steiner loves it. <laughs> oh, Sheboygan. that place does look. No, that's the county hospital. Did they turn oh, that geez. into an insane asylum? Could, is that yeah. X Force? Yeah. County. Oh, that place looks creepy to begin with. Yeah, so they they offer tours, and uh, what he wants us to do is uh, stay over, do a podcast in there at night. Well, do they let you stay over the night? Is it one of those places where they let you stay like a hotel, or we could look up all their Google? Just Google. Google tour once. Yeah, because I'm not that, going to jail for see anybody. See if this comes up. Yeah. I mean, is it something that they allow you to do? I'm not putting anyone over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Nearby events. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Uh, contract. Well, you know, it's always interesting with the, the challenges and the old buildings. Are you brave like, enough? Okay, it, so here. ghost? Is it old pipe? This is their website. Are you brave Just enough to you? venture these halls? For the first time ever, we are giving the public the opportunity to investigate with us. Enhance. At the Sheboygan Insane Asylum. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Four floors, 375,000 feet. Investigate. with. The, this looks like it was a one-time. This is a 2019 a listing. Deal. Oh, it doesn't apply to 2020. Andrew is there. What was it? How much did it cost? Scroll down once. Oh, 40 bucks per person. We could have done that. Is there normal tours? Yeah, but look at that. At 10.30 p.m. until 2.30 a.m. is 50. And then all seven hours from 7 p.m. until 2.30 is 90. So yeah, we could go. 7 p.m. So until. Yeah, but that's this is old. Yeah. yeah, I know, but they would probably still go do back it and see. Can we see if there's any current tours going on at this place? Tours. <laughs> Things Tour. to do. What about things? Oh no, that's go. Is there? There's got to be a website just for the uh, creepiest abandoned silence. Okay, so this is fun. Us just watching me on the internet right now. <laughs> no, but, no, uh, they, they <laughs> can hear us talking. So Andrew, try to look it up. But yeah. in any regard, um, I would definitely. If they would let us stay overnight, I would do. I would definitely do a podcast from there. Now, I let us. Yeah, I'm. So here's. It's going to be tough, though. I'll be. I'll be blunt here with with. Um, Can we be frank? 
I'll be blunt. Can I still be the answer? (laughs) Let me be frank. Okay, real name. Stop calling me Shirley. No, but um, I'm going to be I'm going to be blunt here. I will never say with absolute certainty that there's not ghosts and spirits because I am not going to disregard somebody else's experiences in life or things that have happened to them just because they haven't happened to me. So I am never going to say that ghosts and spirits don't exist. What I will say is that I personally believe that 99.9999 at a whole bunch more load nines of paranormal experiences that people have had are explainable with just normal things like, Hey, it was the pipes. It was whatever, you know, you see people. I I think a lot of times in paranormal situations or ghost situations, people see and hear things they want to hear. It was like the Netflix special with the Bigfoot thing. He heard some Mm. noise in the middle of the night. Is it possible that this could have been a Bigfoot? (laughs) Well, I guess it could have been. And it was all these, these open-ended shitty questions. Oh, is it not feasible that that apple could have been taken by a, well, I guess, you know, maybe, but it was the middle of the night. Um, we've never seen anything legitimate on camera. I did see the one video one time where there was like screams coming from a hotel room and it was really creepy and they went in and there was like, I don't know, like nothing there. But so <laughs> to circle back, I, I, like I said, I'm never going to be like, sure. you know what, you're lying. You didn't experience this because I want to have more respect for people than that. But I think, again, the overwhelming majority of situations in which people feel like they've had paranormal or ghost experiences are very explainable by things probably much simpler than they want to believe. That all being said, I would absolutely stay overnight in an with no problem, no problems. I would sleep there with no problems, and we could run a podcast there f- during the wee hours, and it wouldn't bother me a little bit. Um, I will say this, and I said this in the other, and Andrew made a joke about it. Like you can't shoot spirits, but I'm the person who sleeps with guns, and for people who aren't gun people, I tell you what. When you sleep next to a 12 gauge that can do devastating damage to just about anything in your bed, with and you? then there's well, it's not in my bed. No, but, but gotta, um, clarify. You just sleep better in general. And people are like, well, you can't shoot a ghost. I'm telling you, if you have a fear of ghosts, even sleeping next to a 12 gauge will make you sleep better. But I always joke, like you know, if like if I saw like my door creak open, I'd be like, hey, asshole, I'm trying to sleep here. Like, shut the door, you know? Because how many people? If how many actual instances do we have where people have been physically injured by any sort of paranormal activity i understand that people are scared of it and i saw this and the door opened and the door closed and it moved and there was footprints and i heard creaking and i saw a ghost how many people have been attacked or injured and if the number is zero which i'm pretty sure it is then what is there really to be afraid of yeah there's a reason why the police say an eyewitness account is like the worst possible form of evidence for them to go off of is by well i saw the crash and it was this way well i saw it and it was this way you know 10 people can see 10 different things and that's it's kind of like what you were talking about reminds me of that old Eddie Murphy bit where he's like, oh, I was sitting in my room staring at my jacket on the chair and it started to look like something. And you'd stare at it long enough and it goes, hey, how's it going? You know, it's Eddie's old. It bit. can always just be. Yeah, and I, I think people. On you. Yeah, I think people who legitimately believe in ghosts and, um, and and believe in that sort of thing being prevalent. Like I said, I don't not believe in ghosts because I uh, 
maybe they're there. I, you know, who, who knows? But I, it's a hard sell for me. But people who are very open to believing in that, I think they are going to see things as they want to see them. They're going to be more open to, oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? What was that? And so, and I'm, this isn't me playing like tough guy or whatever. Like, I'm not scared of no ghosts. You know, it's just me. It's not something <laughs> that call? it's not something that, <laughs> knew that I really coming. believe in. I just feel like it's it's an old building um, that had a lot of probably creepy shit happen in it. Yep. And uh, it would probably be scary to somebody. But the the reality of a building like that old asylum. <laughs> Andrew, can you pull the, the pictures pull back up? There. The, re, the reality of that building, okay, is that if you that the exact same building, the insane asylum. Okay, let's take this this building There's right 17 here. Seventeen different wings you can go like off into. This, let's say this building. You took a a group of people, okay, two groups of people. Let's have uh, let's do a study here, okay? Let's do a study. You take two groups of people. We take two groups of people to the insane asylum, right? One group, we tell them, this is an asylum, an insane asylum. Like, this All murder this happened, happened here. Man. This person committed yeah. suicide. This happened. This happened. Look at this creepy old building. You take one group, and that's the story you lay out for them, okay? And they're going to have – and you, you have to stay here overnight, they're going to have one experience. Now, you take another group, and we look at this building, and you say, oh, this was a 1900s country club. An old Victorian It was mansion. an old Victorian-style country club where we had very high-end guests. Um, the owners sold it in the mid-1940s, and it stayed empty since. So we still have this land here. It would be great. You know, we've had some investors that have looked into buying the country club and restarting it. Um, you know, it's, it's not as clean as it used to be. It's a little bit outdated, but, you know, we're having opportunities for people to stay overnight at an old country club. Hmm. The same experience, the exact same rooms, the exact same everything, you lay out one story, the people for the country club are going to be like, oh, it was so it was so throwback it was and so it was quaint. cool staying in that building. And the people that you told like this is an insane asylum are going to be like, I didn't sleep a wink. I swear to God I heard something. And it's like you lay out these stories and people are going to have different experiences. Well, unless they walk in and see like an electroshock machine hooked up to a chair and <laughs> No, this was All an right. this was an early nineteen twenties massage <laughs> they were, they were chair. Into that stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think they thought massages were something else back then. It's, it's the power. Uh, it's the power of suggestion or the, the placebo effect. Yep. You're telling them. You take a building like this and tell one group of people it was an insane asylum. Ten another group of people it's an old, outdated, abandoned country club where no murders happened. And people are going to have completely different experiences, but so I would one hundred percent do it. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, would you would you have any issues if we did a podcast, an overnight podcast? You know, obviously we'd have to have cameras and shit like that. But would you do an overnight podcast, or even just say, "Hey, I'm just going to sleep here overnight, see if I experience anything"? Yeah, I absolutely would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think anything would happen. Quinn, do I have to run any of the equipment? <laughs> no or can i just be there they just give you a bed and a lantern you'll just be the talent okay if i can just be the talent i'm in do i get to sleep do i have to do i do i get to at least have my pistol i don't know <laughs> no. i don't have one of those signs on the door i don't know because i don't know that other like creepy weird people who might just want to hang out because that's the one that's yeah. honestly probably would be my biggest fear about a building this big is like squatters and like yeah. people like i don't want somebody in my building you know there was mm-hmm. there was an old 
abandoned house in Kakana that everybody thought was a haunted house. And mm-hmm. there was a couple homeless people that lived there and they wanted to scare kids away because it was like a, it was a roof over yeah, their head, perfect a, spot for them. A, a spot to live where yeah. they didn't have to worry about shit. You know, there was gas stations and food and stuff around and in a place to live. And so, yeah, you make it look like it's haunted. Certainly that's not the situation here, but so are Dave, you in or are you, out? I'm in, I'll do All it. Right. I'm in. I just want to be near an exit though. <laughs> oh, God. So he has a chance. He'll, he'll puss out on it quicker than he did the fucking. Jesus bear. Christ. We talk about a challenge. Our good friend Joe, would you take Just this challenge? Dave says yes. Is he have <laughs> if he has an opportunity? Joe did declare that bear. his money was on Diamond Dave would puss out. <laughs> so really at least I will try it, unlike some people. Hey, on, on power of suggestion, just real quick here. Have any of you guys ever been hypnotized before? Never. No. Uh, tr- Never had the opportunity. I, they did it in my high school, and That's I tried, right. and I yeah. sat up there, and it, it just didn't take. Yeah, but, I did the same thing at the high school. We, we went work. and saw one, an adult magician at uh, at Skyline, and you were supposed to hold your hands together. You know, so like to see if they, if he got you in the audience. And my brother actually, he couldn't pull his hands apart, so he put it over his knee and broke him apart. So that way, he's like, "Well, I don't want to go up on." Stage. See, can I always wondered if like hypnosis was like wrestling or is it legit? So, so here's here's my opinion. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So listen, <laughs> and I'm probably I'm probably gonna piss some people off with this one. It is my absolute belief that 100 percent, and I will say a 100 percent. Of all people at hypnosis comedy shows are going along with the act because they are trying to be entertaining to whoever they are there with. I believe that 0% of the people on stage are actually hypnotized in the amount of time that it happens. I think the hypnosis people, um, you know, you can say in bigger shows, in bigger shows where they rely on entertainment, I think they have people planted at local shows. I think the type of people who volunteer to go up are the type of people who are going to go along with it, whether they are hypnotized or not. <laughs> I thought because it was real. <laughs> every once in a while you have somebody who's like, uh, it's not working and they go back to yeah, their seat. Pull, I've seen off. these shows. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen these shows where people go up and they're like doing crazy stuff. And I absolutely 100% think people do it absolutely on purpose. So when they go back into their crowd, their buddies can be like, oh my God, you were doing crazy stuff or a date thinks you're fun. I don't buy any of it. I do not for one second, buy, and you guys can call me out on this or whatever, and I'm sure people are going to respond to this. I don't buy for one second that anybody doing crazy stuff at comedy shows is actually hypnotized. I think they do it to entertain their friends and their family. I think they very much do it on purpose. I don't buy. Now, am I saying hypnosis in some sort of office setting or whatever is fake that I'm not saying. Comedy shows, 100% of the people acting along with the hypnosis the, uh, are doing that. They're acting. Adult. It's all bullshit. The adult one we did, uh, a lady uh, showed her boobs. <laughs> Stage she one. whipped those titties <laughs> out 100% on purpose. No way some woman who normally wouldn't whip her boobs out just whipped her tits out when she was on stage for a comedy Probably show. Probably doing a shift at stars or something. The hypnosis guy was like, yeah, I knew it was coming too. It was a matter of my timing to, so it's not out for too long. That's why it's yeah, adults. No, they're, they're all yeah. bullshit, man. I just want to clarify for my sake here. You're saying that it doesn't work at all or just at comedy shows? I will not say one way or another that hypnosis doesn't work. I will say that I don't think the time frame in which they bring people up on stage, the distractions in the audience, everything else going on, knowing that – look, if you go up stage – if you go on stage in a comedy show – 
and they have 10 people on stage and you're the person that can't get hypnotized, it's like the walk of shame going back to your chair. Sadly. Like, it didn't work on me. <laughs> and if you're somebody, look, it's like the, the remember the, my theater fight story, you know, the fat kid. I shouldn't say fat, whatever, but I, I whatever. <laughs> anyhow, was. I'm not trying to be that guy anymore. But anyhow, the kid who wanted to be the funny one, the kid who wanted to be the attention seeker, those are the people that volunteer for the hypnosis. They want people to be entertained by them. They want to be seen as the funny people. I do not buy for two seconds that anybody, and look, I'm sure I have friends who have been like, oh, you're lying. I did it and I was really hypnotized. Look, you were trying to get laid. You were trying to be the funny person. You were trying <laughs> to do something. Because that's what it all comes down to. I think to, it's bullshit. It? I do. I don't, because it happens. I've seen it. I've seen it at, at school at UW Fox Valley. They did it. Yeah, I've seen much. it at comedy shows. Oh, I need 10 volunteers. Oh, 10, 9, 8. You're falling into a deep sleep. No, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And the hip, the comedians or the hypnosis people or whatever hypnosis. know that they're going <laughs> to get volunteers who are going to cooperate because they want to entertain their friends that they're there with. So would you, would you try it if we, you know, we're bad medicine challenge. We got a hypnotist. Uh, Jim Wan. To I absolutely would. And it wouldn't work. And the, and, and the, the, the thing about it that the, the comedians or hypnosis people who do these big shows can always use. Well, if you don't believe it's going to work, it's not going to work. Wow. Nice <laughs> defense, pal. Really? You got a really solid defense. Well, if you don't believe it's going to work, then it's not going to. Okay. So you can't really do it unless you're saying somebody goes along with it is what you're telling yeah, me. That's what I was told well, about can, Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. No, I think, I think hypnosis shows are bullshit. All of them. I, like I said, in a one-on-one setting where somebody's trying to put you in hypnosis and access old memories or something, maybe I, I don't know that much about that. So I'm certainly not saying from a clinical or a, a therapeutic one-on-one setting. I just don't think when you have 12 people on stage in front of hundreds of people in an audience and you know, they're just going to make you do goofy shit. Like, Oh, I can't pull my hands apart. Oh, you're glued to your chair. You're glued to your chair. Try to get up. Oh, I can't get up. No, they're, they're all fucking acting. They're <laughs> acting because they're trying to entertain the people in the audience. So what about the spirit cards? And stuff with those people. Oh, like the tarot cards? Yeah, the tarot cards I and all that. I have no idea I can't believe works. you actually knew the name of it. How are, well, is there a show the for those? How is no, it there's not really a show. I mean, like, uh, what's the... They get, like, the readings about... Yeah, the readings. Of, there's your dead grandma's talking to me. I just can feel the uh, spirit coming through my... Tarot, there was, I'm there too was a, jaded by professional wrestling to think that was, everything isn't a we'll work. Get in it. Why don't we, right. why don't we <laughs> save this whole topic for another show? Because yeah. I think we can do a long segment on psychic tarot cards thank you psychic astrology astrology uh you know oh my god that's the (laughs) quinn that was the most libra thing you've ever done oh my god that was so libra of you to do that i'm a total pisces that is oh my god and it's that's what a pisces would say that is so what a pisces would say and dave you just sitting there over there and like acting like that oh stop it so libra of you a few more so libra (laughs) so libra it's bull book astrology is fucking bullshit this all reminds me of uh and we'll talk about this at another topic but i wanted to bring it up because i know i'll forget if i don't bring it up the uh the haunted house we talked about where you could go in and they'd beat the shit out of you yeah i want to do a follow-up on that and see whatever happened with that if it went through or what happened we can literally do anything to you can you deal with it no i'm not gonna deal with you i said i was gonna say i don't have a nail through my hand all right we're gonna you know what we're gonna say 
save. We'll, we're going to save. <laughs> Let's do it next week. Next week's podcast, we're going to talk about the follow-up. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a little talk about uh, astrological signs. Whether I am a Scorpio, so there's a lot of things that says about me, and I ignore every horoscope that says anything that wouldn't relate to me, but when I do see the one out of ten horoscopes that says that it kind of relates to my personality, then I jump all over it. Let's make sure you post an inspirational message when you do it. Fuck. Yes. You know why I was born at the end of October? Because you love summer? Because my parents got busy sometime in, <laughs> in, in fucking late January. That's what happened. Okay? And that's... You, mean you know what? We'll get, we'll get into it in another show. All right. Cool. Yeah. But so, oh, but anyhow, for so for next week's challenge, yes. um, we are going to do yeah, an old school challenge old next school. week. This is a very old school challenge. Somebody had messaged me and said, I know this is an old one. It's not that popular, but it's fun. Andrew, what is next week's challenge? Tell them. Yes. The next week's challenge will be the saltine cracker challenge, which is you have to eat six saltine crackers in one minute with no help of any liquids or anything whatsoever. No, no cheese and sausage on No that cheese one? and sausage. I feel like this isn't going to be that hard. I absolutely feel like I can eat six saltine crackers in a minute. And in fact, I feel like I could just shove them all in my mouth. Don't do that. I've yeah, you know what? I've, I've read that. And then they say you can put them, fit them all in your mouth, but a minute isn't long enough. You know, you don't have but enough saliva. You've got that jaw from all those years of chewing on those tough steaks, though. So I, I don't do. think that might I apply. Then wait. So is there a strategy two at a time? And you do uh, there's there's a couple different strategies that a uh, uh, friend of the podcast Kevin Porto was discussing with me. It's you do two, then yeah. two, then two, and another strategy was you have three, then two, then one. Oh, no, so even so than he, one he sounds tried, like the smart one. Yeah. The initial saliva from the yeah, three, then on. two, then you're getting really dry for the last tr- one. I think I'm going to do that. He tried He tried the two, two, two method, and uh, he only had two and a half because by the time he swallowed the first two, he only had 25 seconds left. So it took him 35 seconds. What a pussy. See, I would yeah. think. Are you friends with this guy? Well, he was drinking, so he was, his mouth probably wasn't as uh, watered as it should <laughs> See, I'm thinking one know. at a time. You could just fire them down. I mean, a minute is a long time. That's ten uh, seconds. Now they're really, dude. Ten seconds know. a cracker. Anybody who's who's been late on their lunch break and is trying to cook up their what you, uh, what sandwich in a minute. A yeah, that's for a like sandwich. strategy or doing the challenge strategy. I think the the two 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 might actually be a good one. The three two one, ah, dude. The, just having three crackers. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's go. Let's go. Dave, let's fire this one off to the people. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Next week on the Bad Medicine Podcast, we'll run this one live. You'll get a YouTube video after, but we're going to run this live next Sunday, maybe around 5, 5.30 Central Time. We'll let you guys know. We're going to do the saltines challenge. Now, this is an old school one, okay? You guys really love the beer and the food challenges. So the rules are you have to eat six saltines within one minute without any water, any fluids, anything like that. Now, Andrew just explained there's a couple of different strategies. Methods, three, yes. two, one. You get three crackers, takes up the initial saliva, then two, then one. Quinn's talking about trying to rifle one down at a time. We're going to do this challenge. We're going to do it individually. It's short. 
one minute each. So the total thing will be less than 10 minutes. We're going to go one guy at a time as opposed to doing it individually. We want to know what you guys think. What do you guys think is the most efficient way to have six? God, we're adults talking about this shit. It's great. What do you guys think? No, but for real, what do you think is the most efficient way to eat six saltine crackers within one minute with no fluid? And we're going to take you guys up on this. Do we go six crackers at once, three and three, three, two, one, one at a time? What do you guys think next week live on the Bad Medicine Podcast, as long as my flight home from Florida doesn't get delayed? Ah, you'll be fine. We're going to do the saltine cracker challenge. What do you guys think? Also, I, I think I think three, two, one. I think three, two, three, two one. one sounds good. Also, we so have I'm, coming on the pod next week, Dave Hero, the leader of the Super Friends. So. Great friend of the podcast. Yep. Always love catching up with Dave. Always has a ton of stuff to share. Great stories. Uh, so he's a blast. Don't want to miss Wrestling it. or pop culture. Absolutely. Yep. Summer. Summer. Yeah, summer is a We still got to get Frank Dukes on the podcast. We had to reschedule him a while ago. We can do that where we have him on this screen, right? We yeah. can do that. We can do anything we want. We, we got to get can Frank. We can do one-on-one with Yeah, him. we talked about doing one-on-one with, one with Frank just because it would be a little bit easier just me interviewing him. You know how um, Dave gets. I mean, you know how Dave gets. <laughs> the old blood sport guy himself. But that's one thing that we, we were looking into doing, too, is just doing some Bad Medicine podcast one-on-ones. So if there's somebody you guys would like us to interview – and you have some questions, let us know. Obviously, uh, I have access to people in the fitness industry. We don't want this pod. Look, this podcast is about guy stuff, you know? So, um, you know, there's some guys in the fitness industry or guys like Seth Ferrochi who are like, you know, he's a bodybuilder, but a super guys guy. Um, so, you know, we'd be willing to do stuff like that, but let us know, you know, we're, we're always open for ideas. Don't come and say, Hey, you guys get the rock on the podcast. <laughs> You're drinking his tequila. No, it's, Oh yeah. He would uh, go for that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get yeah, right. you guys get, but uh, I'm pretty sure Leo no, and The Rock are off limits for us. Well, but four of us never know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. The, the Terramana people liked our posts when we post on the tequila. They're very nice mm-hmm. people over at yes. Terramana. They make yeah. great tequila. If you look, if you haven't tried the Terramana tequila again, we are. This is not a paid sponsorship. If you haven't tried the Terramana tequila. It's fantastic. I'm having two margaritas. If uh, if you missed earlier on, I cut down a tree in my yard today, even with my injured pec. Um, which uh, update Bragging. on that? I may or may not have to have surgery. I had an MRI. The pec slash shoulder specialist was out of the office, and the rest oh, of the no, surgeons okay. looked at the MRI and said, "Yeah, we're gonna let the specialist take a look at this." So he's, it appears over a heart It appears as right if now. I didn't take. Uh, yeah, that's what thinks. <laughs> Jesus, why would you say that? No, oh, no, he's gonna die. I didn't tear the tendon <laughs> off the bone i tore part of the muscle off the tendon which can actually be trickier pussy. from a surgical stand you pussy I <laughs> can you imagine that 28 years i've been lifting since no i was injuries. fucking 12 and when i was really heavy in the mid 2000s i was putting four plates on the bar and repping no this is not an old guy being like oh when i was your age I, no i legitimately I would have 405 on and be repping it out for 10 reps but i was over 300 pounds so whatever <laughs> take Daddy. it or leave it but um so that's, that's cut you off that's what but, i got uh, back to the Terramana, uh, we did have a request to do the other bottle as a review. So, oh, the oak, mm-hmm. oak flavored. Yep. The yeah, whatever. I think the other one, the yellow stuff. The, the I'll other do that. one. Yeah, I like this. I like this. Is the, so. the Blanco is more citrusy. This is what I really like as far as margaritas. And this is like, I know in our review, everybody was like, oh, "It's great," you know. But uh, I've been having a margarita mm-hmm. since they released it every week on the podcast. It's phenomenal tequila. And again, we're not fucking paid by the rock. So uh, for me to have a margarita every you week, get paid? it doesn't matter if you want to get paid. It doesn't matter. Well, but, we, um, we call him DJ, but you know. Yeah, we call him DJ. Yeah, but uh, it's my, it's my little summer treat. I call him Deej. Deej. 
I'm pretty sure Nobody he would call. Like he doesn't that. call you back. But it's my little summer treat. Speaking of summer, um, we're now halfway through summer. Um, Quinn and I were talking um, a little bit, uh, a little bit in pre-production when we first get together for the podcast each week here at Nakatomi Plaza about um, you know the new Bronco coming out, and you know Quinn and I were having this conversation like if you were just somebody who was looking to you know take it off-roading and do fun stuff like that. Would you get a new vehicle like that or would you save a whole ass load of money if you were just looking at, you know, going off-roading and stuff and get like a four-wheeler or a side-by-side? Well, to be fair, some of the side-by-sides can run you like 35K. Yeah, so but you can but get a really you, you nice one for, for under 10. Yeah, yeah you can get yeah. a nice used one for under 10. And mm-hmm. some of the really new, like the, some of the newer Can-Am ones, you can get a nice one for like 15, 16. Yeah, absolutely, yep. And it's, it's an interesting question. And so... There's there's so much talk about this new Bronco when people are like oh I gotta have that I gotta have it and it's like it's I will say that the, the two door one the, the four door one to me when it's done upright looks pretty cool I can't wait to see them on the, the 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 floor I will say and I've said this online before the two door one with the thirty five inch tires looks really badass to me but there was a lot of people that I saw on my Facebook page raving about how they were going to go out and get one and you know as Quinn and I were talking it brought me back I had an FJ Cruiser I you know. I loved that truck, but for as much as I loved it, it was probably five, six times a year when we had deep snow or when I went up north that I really used it for some of its capabilities. The rest of the time, I was just driving it on the road. So the question, be- the question becomes, and you know what, I, what we're trying to get at is, look, if you're just somebody who's going back and forth to work every day or doing this, and a handful of times a year you like to go off-roading – is it a better idea to invest in a brand new expensive vehicle or just get a new or even a used ATV or side-by-side? That, that first scratch is going to hurt. That first scratch is going to hurt. <laughs> but and then so, maybe after that, it's easier. And I, it's, it's a, So this is a really interesting summer for me because I normally travel almost every weekend this summer. I think last year I was home one weekend in July, you know, one weekend in August. I don't know if I was home at all in June. Um, so the... I'm home every summer. Now, I will say, and you know, this isn't stuff I like to get into, but I've lost probably a third to half of my income uh, this year. <laughs> so, so not this, fun times. No, not fun times. You know, um, I still got my nine to five, which I'm lucky yeah. for, so I'm thankful to still be working. But I've realistically lost a third to a half my income. So at the same time, when I'm home all the time and looking like, hey, it would be cool to get an ATV or a side-by-side or a boat or a jet ski. Also, I have a child on the way. So spending extra money, probably not the best idea right now, but it's certainly something that, um, well, you, you know, that me and my, my fiance have kicked around, you know, um, you know, with her being pregnant, you know, probably don't want her on an ATV, mm. but, but just in general, and that's something that we wanted to bring to you guys because everybody's looking for stuff to do this summer. Quinn, yep. you've said the dealerships are sold out yeah, of I stopped ATVs and side by side. Yeah, I stopped at a couple of dealerships, just, you know, poke my head and see what's new and that sort of thing. And then a couple of the, the salesmen were, that I was talking to were like, yeah, we can't keep anything on the floor. They're completely at one of the larger dealerships in the area. They're completely sold out of jet skis. They had maybe three side-by-sides left and a handful of ATVs uh, and motorcycles. So it's fascinating because people like you in your situation who've lost a lot of their income, but then you have other people who just seem to be going bananas buying boats and ATVs and, and, and everything else. I got you know some uh, family members that are in insurance and they say they've never written so many policies for ATVs this year as they ever have. 
have. I, I think what's happening there, if I had to guess, is that for the people who are doing well for themselves and still have their... Is that, is that an Arctica? Yeah, pile yeah. of junk. Get that thing off. <laughs> it looks pretty sweet. I'm not a snowmobile person, so or a ATV side by side person, so I'm not like Skidoo versus Arctica versus Polaris versus Can-Am. But in any regard, I would think that people who are doing well for themselves and are in a good financial spot Very where insecure. maybe they maybe they haven't been impacted by everything going on, but at the same time, everybody's impacted by is that one of the Yamahas? That's the uh, Polaris, Polaris. Polaris Razor. Yeah. Oh, Yamaha was the razor. My bad, Polaris. But for somebody who's casual, ATV for somebody fan. A casual, ATV <laughs> very casual. For somebody who's doing, um, for somebody who's doing well for themselves and hasn't been impacted financially by everything going on. Um, look, everybody's been impacted by the the limiting on things that there is to do. And I think yep. people in those situations where I'm in a good financial spot, maybe I'm actually in a better financial spot because that vacation we were going to take yep. with the family isn't happening. I'm not going here and spending all this money. We have maybe a little bit more disposable income. Let's buy a toy, something that we can have fun with for the summer. And I think maybe that's contributing to that. And like it I certainly said, seems like even it. for somebody who's, you know, like I said, I'm not in a position right now because of how this has impacted my income. I'm not in a position to be going and spending extra money on toys, but it certainly is one of those summers where it's like, man, it would be nice if if there was something to do. Yeah. Now, and aside, I don't want to cut you off there, but aside from the initial investment of the machine, it's really a cheap a cheap date if you'll put it that way. You know, all you got to do is once you have that machine, then you drive it up to your local trails or lake or whatever it might be, and then you're there. You're in. You have you know all weekend to do whatever you want. Yeah, you want to camp or whatever. Seems like know? you know. So I was um, I was putzing around looking at four wheelers lately. And again, I'm not I'm not going to buy one. I can say that straight out. Yeah, you um, just because I was thinking about. Um, twist, I'll twist but his arm I was thinking about four wheeler versus side by side for me, just because of the cost factor, mm-hmm. and I found some used four-wheelers for really good prices um again i can't I, i'm not uh, even remotely comfortable taking my pregnant fiance out on a four-wheeler just <laughs> because of the fact that if anything were to happen it could be detrimental but um you know even something for you know my nieces and nephews put a helmet on them take it easy it would be some some good fun something for me to do to entertain myself but i was looking back and forth between four wheelers and side by sides and that was a question that i kind of wanted to pose to people like what would you what would you get like let's say money wasn't really an option you know would you go with a side by side or would you go with a four wheeler and i kept coming back to who's all going to use it and what are we going to use it for if i was getting one and the reason i say that is because my fiance her her parents have a four wheeler out on their land and she loves driving it she is not like oh she's not like oh put me on the back and take me for a ride she will but she likes driving it and i hate like she took me out and I'm this way with, and I've only been on the back of a motorcycle a few times, back of a four wheeler a few times That's with me. I don't like, <laughs> hold on tight. I don't like, I don't like riding on the back of any sort of um, personal vehicle, whether it be watercraft, whatever. I just don't. But I think I would be okay sitting shotgun in a side by side. Yeah. Well, and, and I was just, you know, kind of posing that question to the people watching, like would, would you be more likely to 
if let's say you had two people who wanted to use it, would you be more likely to get a side by side, or would you be more likely to get an ATV? And kind of wanted to go around the table. So, Andrew, if you had two people who wanted to use something, would you be more of a side by side person, or do you think yeah, you'd I would get a four wheeler? Like that razor that you saw, that's what I would. Uh, that's what I would yeah. more than likely get. Can't even spell. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I would get. But uh, you know, if you want just a single seater, like he was just whispering me, you can always get the player's ace. Which oh, is that's a, really cool. So that's basically that, that's the kids' version. <laughs> why, why do you say that? So just they, because the flag I, is on there? I, I swear to God, I didn't know that they made a single yeah, seater single ATV with Bring a steering wheel. Instead RS1, of handlebars. Yeah, so what? what is... Yeah, so Polaris innovated this a few years ago, and it started, you know, small with like a 300cc one, and they kept building and building to what they have now, which is the RS1, which is a 1,000ccs oh, uh, knocking on the door of 80-ish horsepower, and, uh, you know, full long travel suspension. Uh, they're, they're beasts from what I hear. So I've never even seen you know, one, that but this that. is something. So if you had a four wheeler, you can always kind of throw somebody on the back with mm-hmm. this. This is one yeah, person only. I, I feel like this would be more fun than a four wheeler with a steering wheel. Yeah. Um, if I was like going, and you can like, take it out on the ro- the road because most of them are. God, I didn't even know. Red. I didn't even know they made these. Man, yeah, what is, yeah. so? What is okay? So here's the thing: what does a single seater run versus a side by side? Well, cost wise. So, so if you want to get into like the first generations of the Ace, which you and your fiance could do, you could buy two of them for under seven grand. Mm-hmm. Two of them? Yeah, because the I mean, this is the high end. Like you got big bucks. Uh, one they make the five seventy and an eight hundred, and you could get into like you know a five seventy model for. I mean, used certainly around four grand and new. I think they're under six. So if you find the right, you know, the right buyer, a lot of these don't get a lot of use, uh, which is interesting. If you look in the used market, you'll see like a lot of five seventy are multiple years old, but they might not have a lot of miles because maybe people think, hey, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to ride it every it. week. And then life happens. You have kids with sports. You have job commitments. Maybe your spouse can't get off the same day you can, or whatever. So you find a lot of good deals out this there. This is but, something, but that but, would be an option. For yeah, you, but you this know? is something. This is something you could never really. This is always going to be. It's like a racing quad. You're never going to put somebody on the right, back of it. Right. That's um, so you but buy, do you, you buy her own because she but likes do to you drive. need to right? Which I have. I my my friends Brett and Jenna. They went through like their toy fit. Like they both had jet skis at the same time. Then they both got really tricked out racing quad. Quads, yeah. like really nice like ones the 450s. and then they won't both went with motorcycles yeah. and then yeah. they bought a new house and she's got her harley and brett's got his tractors and toys for the house oh, like sure. no more motorcycle but he's got his toys for the house yeah. but they always went with dual but i almost feel like if i was going to get a one-seater i would probably just go with a, a four-wheeler with the handlebars that i could use as a more of a utility mm-hmm. this seems like it's really a yeah it's not like a ranger where the ranger fun. is basically just for motoring around but yeah, for a, a four-wheeler i feel like you can use for utility but you can also use for entertainment this i feel like is more going to be for you know for just yeah. cruising yeah, around and having like, fun i mean you could but i don't see you dragging logs out of the woods and stuff no. like that mm-hmm. so it, so here's the the initial question um if you were looking to get some sort of summer all-terrain toy would you go with a side-by-side would you go with a four-wheeler and if you were thinking about going with uh you know a uh, a soul rider type of um type of all-terrain vehicle would you go with something where it's a one person with a steering wheel um I, i'm thinking from performance that would be uh, a little bit more fun again a little bit more utility but uh 
ATV side by side? What do you guys think? Let us know. Uh, we want to hear what you guys have to say. Now, that being said, we can have the same discussion, Daisha and also Daisha and I, Daisha and also um, <laughs> margaritas. Uh, the fiance and I also talked about jet skis versus boats. Yes, that's a long, it's a long, long debate. That is a long Happened debate for many years. Now, I have friends who have had jet skis that loved them, but their biggest gripe was is when people are going out in boats, you kind of just cruise out, you know, jet skis for a few hours here and there, and you kind of meet up with people with boats. But unless you have a bunch of friends who have jet skis, it's not as much fun. And now with regulations, mm-hmm. and these have been regulations for like 10 years, so it's not anything new. And it's definitely, I'm like, I'm not about over regulating stuff, but you used to be able to ride like jet skis, like side by side. Yeah, and just do whatever you, know, you want. Which is crazy stuff. People were trying to cross each other's wakes yep. to jump and stuff. And now there's regulations as far as how close you can be. Um, but I definitely enjoy riding a jet ski more than I enjoy driving a boat or being in a boat but i feel like a boat a boat generally speaking has so much more versatility you can bring people out boat or jet ski which would you go with i would go with a boat just because i think it would be a lot it would be a lot of fun you know because you're going to go out with all your friends and everything and but you always got to check like the algae levels and stuff as i found out from the portos but so, dr lizaway you already have a boat <laughs> or at least that's the story you use at oktoberfest quinn <laughs> did you tell chicks at oktoberfest you had a boat yeah quinn told me to do that i was like and did you say doctor i was i was calling him he dr lizaway so we so we met a girl that i've known like literally my whole life and he comes walking up dr lizaway thank you for the surgery on my knee i've never been able to walk so good in my life and, and i'm like the chick freak did she know you weren't a surgeon or is this somebody like you she knew started laughing immediately and i'm like quinn 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 she quinn knows. she knows i kept going though i wouldn't stop that would be a great joke if it was just some girl you like went to high school with who was like oh no he's gonna end up being some loser eating like hot gummy bears on a podcast <laughs> well, <she's> half right <laughs> <laughs> but you know and also you come up oh hey dr lizaway i can't believe thank you so much my yeah. knees felt no. so better this chick's like what you you're so right. much better than yeah. james andrews i, I, I really <laughs> straight the things out after high school <laughs> got it together so, i would okay. go with uh i would go with jet ski only because i think they're a little bit less expensive they're simpler and to be honest with you every time i um try to look at like a boating regulation manual it's totally confusing and i'm like <laughs> i can't have any fun with this i'm out of here i to be honest i think like if we was the get something i would go with a big jet ski um now i will say this for a lot of summers i had i had a bunch of friends for like a stretch of like five to seven summers i had like six or seven friends who all had like nice boats there was always a boat to go out every weekend but i was always the guy going out on somebody else's boat well, you, don't <laughs> you know what i'm gas. saying no. no i would you know we'd throw money for gas yeah. to some people and stuff like that oh, like yeah. if you're cruising around all day By the some of the guys like no, no no you know i had a buddy who did real well for himself he would refer Refused to let anybody give him any money for gas. And we had a great time on his boat. <laughs> he was a doctor. Um, but I think like one of those big jet skis would be a lot of fun. You never have anybody calling you to be like, hey, can we go out on your jet ski? Um, people that I have <laughs> that, that I'm friends with that have owned jet skis that take care of them all say that maintenance is relatively low on a jet ski yeah. where I mean, my friends you, who own boats, I feel like there's yeah. always, I mean, if always something. something. If you open up a jet ski, there's like nothing to them. On, you know, I'm talking the relatively right. simple, non-turbo, non-supercharged. I mean, it's an engine and it's a hull. But I still think 
for like the, the larger jet skis, you can still take two people on it. Absolutely. If you want to pull a tube and go kind of slow, you can pull tubes with jet skis. Yeah, you can pull skiers. Um, oh. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go that crazy, it's but yeah, you can with some of the, the bigger yeah. ones. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the video where the guy put the Hayabusa engine in the jet ski? Oh, it was sick. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, guys, look it up. Look up Hayabusa jet ski. It's a 1300cc engine from uh, Suzuki Hayabusa, a, a motorcycle that does 200 miles an hour out of the box. And they put it on a jet ski, a blacked out one. It was sick. It was nice. just the way it sounded. But I think I think I would like to go with a jet ski. I feel like I could, I could just throw it in the back of a vehicle, take it anywhere, pl- put it in the water. If you're having one of those days where you just want to get out and cruise, you can do it by yourself, you know, on the crystal clear waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, throw, throw a rope around a, a dock and then just give yourself extra yep. space. It back so it off. Easier. Yeah. And I feel like a jet ski, you can go out with two people. Um, like I said, if you had a, a spot where, you know, people could hang out on shore, you could do, um, you could do tubing and stuff like that. So for as much fun as, uh, as a boat can be, I think just for me personally, I think I would go with a jet ski. That yeah. My, these guys know a uh, jet ski for sure. Uh, it's Why don't just all simple. three of us do it then? What well, for? You already know how many times I've been looking at a Sea Doo three seater. Uh, what was it? A, a a turbo for their best, their biggest engine. So we could yep. pull tubers or yep. jet skiers. I would for sure do that. And plus, they they're super sleek. I like those Sea Doos. So, yep. and you can buy a little faceplates for them too. Interchange yeah, stuff. Change out your yeah. colors. I think um, I think it might be something in in mine and Dacia's future. Just because we we go up north or we try. Right, obviously, this boat, year you guys get the jet ski. This year with Perfect. every Doctor. this year with everything Doctor? going on. Doctor. Um, Doctor. This year with everything going on it's it's not realistic but we go up north especially during the summer a few times a year and uh, we usually go to these lakes and stuff like that where we get mm-hmm. airbnbs and things like that and um i think it would be really fun to have our own jet ski to take out you know we're gonna have our little guy on the way you know we're not gonna put him out on the tube when he's one you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> all right junior you're gonna be a man today where do i click in the car seat but i, th- I think it'd be really fun right, for I, I wouldn't buy one used so you can get you know you can or i wouldn't buy one new you can get really good deals on mm-hmm. Used one, so yeah. I think it would be. I think it would be a, a great investment. So, um, I, I would, if I had to pick between an ATV or a jet, jet ski, ski, no, that's where it's tougher. That's where it's tough. That's ATV winter was way more used than yeah. not so three months I, or But you're not going to take the jet ski out on the ice? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not this year. <laughs> okay, so here's here's a question. So take, we've take we've gone back and forth water. between ATV versus side by side, jet ski versus boat. But what do you guys think? So if you had uh, a little bit of money to throw around or whatever, wanted to get a summer toy, would you go with uh, uh, an ATV? Or would you go with a jet ski? Obviously, the ATV you can take out on trails. Um, as these guys have said, you have some options as far as making them useful in the winter. Um, with a jet ski, uh, a lot of bodies of water. Wouldn't have to travel very far, especially where we live, to be able to use a jet ski. We want to know what you guys think. Let's say you're getting a summer toy. Do you get an ATV or do you get a jet ski? Let us know what you guys think. We want to hear. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts. Um, and I just wanted to add a caveat to that: that we didn't include motorcycle in this discussion because it would be so, so the obvious winner that it's not even well, motorcycle. The, the thing, the reason because of the usage. So the reason why I didn't want to bring motorcycle into a summer toy is because it's not really that to me uh, yeah and for a lot of people some would consider it a toy. Yeah, absolutely yeah. absolutely because look riding a motorcycle is a lot more uh, about a lot more than just getting from a to b a lot of people it's yeah. their release that is their recreation 
clearly, it's not even a question. Clearly, you can get more use out of a motorcycle right. than you can an ATV or a jet ski. You can use it from getting to A to B for work or the gym or whatever you have to run if you don't have to throw a bunch of groceries yeah. so on the back. That's why we didn't Yeah, it. so if yeah. you're wondering, really like, oh, I would, oh, screw a jet ski or an ATV, I would get a motorcycle. Yeah. Well, of course, if you're looking at traveling, get a motorcycle. There is the... There is a safety concern, obviously, on a motorcycle that, you know, generally speaking, you may not have the same on an ATV. Obviously, ATVs and jet skis, you can get in accidents, but usually um, accidents on ATVs and jet skis are a result of riders going a little bit crazy. Operator uh, error. Operator error. As with no. motorcycles, look, I was, when I used to ride bikes, I almost got T-boned a few different times. Um, once by a guy who looked like he was about 150 years old, just blew right through a stop sign looking directly it wasn't yeah. like he wasn't paying attention just just double gripping that wheel right through a yeah. stop sign he missed my back tire probably by about six inches to a foot i was in a low gear so i had the power to snap out of it get through um and he just missed my back tire and the thing is you get t-boned on a motorcycle there goes your leg um but again a, a great point that you bring up that i think that we didn't bring it's that lost. because they're not yeah. really they are recreational but they're so there's, there's so much they're, more they're, it wouldn't be right. fair to it's put not, it in it's a not conversation of snowmobile ATV hey one could make an argument because all three the the motorcycle atv jet ski or boat throw the boat in there they're all different experiences. I've, I've told Quinn a million times, dude, and it's probably kind of similar to how you feel on the road on your bike. When I'm on a jet ski on the lake, dude, talk about awesome freedom. And I know if I if I'm gonna like wipe out, at least I know it's on there water. Is a, there <laughs> is a certain. I will water say, water ain't exactly soft. No, 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 I no will say, depending on how you hit it. You know? There is a certain, and I, Dave, I agree with you that 100. percent There yeah. is. I've. I've done really dumb stuff on all three of those things, motorcycles, four-wheelers, and jet skis. And I feel the least scared for getting hurt doing something dumb, which obviously that I'm older, I'm not going to do this. This is a lot of years ago on a jet ski because, it, look, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Doing 55 or 60 on a jet ski and hitting the water isn't fun. But usually when you're doing high speeds on the water on a jet ski isn't when you dump yeah, it. Yeah, it's you when know, you're it's slow when and you're doing yeah, it's when you're doing your, it's when, But then you doing, hit your knee and you split it open. <laughs> Would you split your knee on a jet ski? No. A good friend of ours did, friend of and ours it was said. hilarious. What happened? How'd that happen? No, so sharks in the water? There was a lot of white caps, <laughs> and he had a few drinks, and he just wanted to fucking let her rip well he let her rip and then i don't know he was doing some kind of standing position yeah wasn't really showing off totally aware where his foot or his uh stance was yeah and handlebars right here so when he hit a white cap well bam just deep cut right into his Ooh. knee we had to take him to the er yeah, <laughs> yeah. again you that's pretty severe user error and one yeah. thing on a jet you know on a jet ski, look, when you're out on a jet ski and it's white capping, yeah, you can hit a couple jumps, but that's like slow down and into, yeah, a, into yeah. a jump. That's not like, you know, but um, I, I will say that I'm killer sound effects. Uh, thank you. I, uh, I've been working on those for a while. I will I will say for me, I forgot that was on. as far as like safety, I feel more so jet ski, ATV. Yeah. You know, Anna, the one thing I will say on an ATV, though, is you, you do have to be, you know, careful. I know some people, if you get aggressive with your turn, they're obviously 
they're not that hard to roll. Mm-hmm. And on a lot of trails, if you get aggressive with your speed, there's these things called trees that and, and blind um, turns. Uh, trees have virtually zero forgiveness at all. Even a six inch tree can be the end of you. Oh, you um, see this guy's attitude. <laughs> Imagine a different tree. <laughs> no, no forgiveness. Don't forget no about his gun. Oh, um, but um, but so that my yeah, my biggest my concern. Tree. My biggest concern with motorcycles is uh, again you could be riding Everybody perfectly. Else safe people switching lanes yeah. not looking um that's why i'm I, look there people have bumper stickers that say loud pipes save lives and i know some people don't like the loud pipes and motorcycles i absolutely 100 believe whether you're riding a harley whether you're riding a crotch rocket the loudest pipes you can have within reason i think is not only um not only a smart thing to do i think it's something that could save your life if you're out there riding um <clears throat> yeah i can't say that enough no absolutely and, and you learn a lot of really good defensive driving techniques uh doing your various motorcycle courses and things like that with whenever i come to an intersection i always go back and forth with my bike a little bit so that my headlight has movement yeah so that mm-hmm. they will kind of catch their eyes so just little little things like that but yeah to uh i guess to wrap up the uh the summer the summer power sports activities what you would choose i mean it's they are all affordable with the exception of a boat unless you're going to just go with like a smaller fishing boat so i think they're all pretty close I that way you, can, you know in the pricing in a Dacia and i have looked at boats as well and you can get older like early 2000s you know like an open bow like a like a glastron or a four winds yeah, or something yeah. like that those are reasonably priced as well the only thing with some of the older boats like you're going to have with anything older is you know, are, are you going to have engine problems? Yeah, is, exactly. is the maintenance going to be, look, a friend of mine just, oh God, I feel so bad for him. So some, he bought a conversion van to do camping for him and his son. And this thing was like mint on the outside, like too good to be true. Okay. And it turned out too good to be true. Only had 98,000 miles on it. It was like a late nineties GMC conversion van. And I, I couldn't believe this thing. It Have looks graphics on the it, side. Yes. It looks late nineties, but it's like this person kept this thing mint. Right. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, I was so jealous. He got this thing. I'm like, it's the perfect, like you can take it camping that folds down into yeah. a queen bed. You don't even need a tent. You just get like, a, a screen tent yep, you're there. Or, or whatever and you're there you pull yep. up in your van and you're like there in the transmission and i think he spent like five grand on it you know okay. which is a lot for a conversion van for that but yeah, with that the age, condition yeah. and everything but the transmission just went out on it yeah, so now a five thousand dollar investment is going to cost two grand to get your transmission fixed and now he's you know he's got 50 percent going into fixing a transmission as he what he bought it overall and when you buy a boat that you know, yeah. 10, 12, 15 years old, you're going to get a good deal on it, but at the same time, you're going to yeah, you're gonna potentially they, run into having those and issues. how they took care of it. Hey, what's that old saying with the boat? Uh, the, the two best days are the day you get it and the day you sell it. Yeah, so I've heard that the same thing as I heard that with hot tubs too. And uh, yeah, I've, yeah mm-hmm. I've, my friends so, who have hot tubs are like, oh, I wish I never got that hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Bust out another thousand. So, with that, you know, that's uh, that our podcast is come to an end but uh first uh two things before we go one we wanted to get more content on this show so uh i decided how about you give me a monologue you want to do in fact right there there's my headshot look at that guy uh back uh this this is how i look on fridays and then I shave my head and grow my beard in the two days before the podcast is uh, then done. I can't believe they didn't use you on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> so what I wanted you guys to do is make suggestions on monologues that you'd like to see me act out. Um, the first one I really wanted to tackle was uh, the Your Move Chief 
uh, from Goodwill Hunting with Robin Williams on the bench in the park. Can uh, you do the one where uh, uh, Matt Damon's calling out the smart guy? Oh, that would be a good one as well. I like that one better. Okay, well, either way, because uh, I had to do the inch of speech because for uh, I had to do this uh, modeling and talent expo down in, down in Dallas, and I did that, and I also did a monologue Can't. from uh, Uncle Buck where I had the quarter in my pocket but refused to fling it at the judge because she did have a mole on her face. Boy, those are some shitty odds. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> what are the very, odds she actually has? Go buy a rat. I know that thing off I was face. So you had to do an Uncle Buck monologue? I had to, I got to pick a whatever monologue I wanted to do, and I did the scene when he talks to the assistant principal, the principal yeah. where she's a, where he's, she's a silly heart. And then I went, I did that part, and like I had the quarter in my pocket and was going to fling it at the, there was three judges, and the middle judge, she had a mole right here on her cheek. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just pantomime it. I don't want to really throw a quarter at her. Oh, well, that's good stuff. We'd like, so, to, like to see you do that. I, I had an acting class in college once that I took just because for fucking some weird credits. We had to do a monologue. Credits. It was interesting. So we had to do a, the monologue as it was, and then we had to do um, – like you could present it in a in a different tone of voice, and the the um, kind of the the idea behind the exercise was to show how you could take a script and how the the manner in which you read it is is everything. And I chose the um, a monologue from Saving Private Ryan, where Upham wants to let the German guy go, who um, who had just shot. Um, Giovanni um, Ravici's yeah. uh, whatever his character, where Tom Hanks says, you know, what's you know what's the pool on me up to, you know, three hundred dollars. And he goes, um, I can, God, I can still almost remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm an well, English yeah. teacher. Taught uh, English. I'm a teacher. Taught English composition in a small town in Adley, Pennsylvania, in the spring. I was a baseball coach. Blah blah blah. Um, I can still do it. But then in in the I did it sarcastically as well. Hey, uh, what's uh, what's the pool on me up to? I'm a teacher. English teacher, you know, and, and so it was interesting, but, uh, yeah, it's always fun to interpret it your own that's way. That's the only and, monologue I've ever done. So I think, uh, I would be very interested in seeing you do a monologue. That'd be yeah. The, fun. like the one that I really remembered is I did the interest speech from uh, any given Sunday and that, uh, I had to, that I had to do for the whole, the whole class and their, and anybody that came to our like graduation ceremony. So I had to do it. And one of the guys came up to me after he's like, man, I felt like going and playing football. That's after tough, that man. That's a hard speech yeah, to everybody else in the class. Oh, we'll do like a 45 second to a minute monologue. Oh, old Andrew, he'll, man, old really, answer. he'll go the, do four went, and a half. You minutes. went for the gusto with that yeah, speech. I, didn't yeah. you? No, it was, Any it was given a lot of fun. Sunday. Oh, oh, just don't do the one from Rudy. It's on Netflix right now. I, I was going to do the one on Rudy. Uh, oh. Outside, and outside, and outside, and inside. Oh, that. Not, not doing that's not the speech from Rudy. The speech from Rudy is the one that uh, Rock did. Prove what? <laughs> you five foot nothing. Hundred hundred nothing. nothing. I got hardly a speck of athletic ability in you. You hung with the best college team in land for two long years. You ain't got nothing to prove to nobody but yourself. And son, after all, if you've been through, that ain't happened by now. It ain't going to never happen. Charles S. Dutton, the original rock. All right. And then also, you know, we have a lot of fun and everything on the podcast. So I wanted to end also on a good note. Because um, we end on with that picture. With oh, that. with that picture. That, is, all that, good, good that is ending on a Spot good note. Of Dr. Lizaway. I'm ending with my second margarita. Look at that. Two down. Oh. Two down, two to go. Does the first one taste better than the first? Be- Andrew, the you know what? I would like to say this. What's that? Every time we show up at the studios, Andrew has 
amazing meals cooked for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, who has bendy straws? Andrew has bendy straws. <laughs> I haven't seen a bendy straw since You're a real champion, Andrew. Well, speaking of a real champion, right here is Bridger. He is a true hero. If you haven't heard yes. his story by now, he got in the way of a charging dog to save his sister. He's only six years old that he did this, and he suffered over 90 stitches in his face. And, uh, you know, like I put on Facebook, you know, not all heroes wear capes. You know, sometimes they're just little boys that will save their sister from harm and you know, hats off to you. You did a great thing. You are an inspiration to a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, there's been a ton of outpouring uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, your your celebrities to athletes and everybody else who is, you know, really putting the kid on the map. So that's, you know, yeah, this you, you is said some good, it best. This is of, some good news that needs to be happening. Yeah, a lot of, uh, Unfortunate for him, but good news. Yes, yeah. a, lot of tra- a lot of trash in the news today. And uh, I think that um, – uh, God, I get just looking at that picture. I, Andrew, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready yeah. for you to bring that up. No, it's, but um, and it's, it's just look, it's tough for it's tough for me to talk about, you know, because I have I have so many friends from all different walks of life, and right now I'm seeing my friends, um, people that I'm very close with from uh, you know f- from when I grew up to you know my my fitness industry job, all going after each other in a nasty way. So it was really nice to see some news. Um, we saw Chris Evans, the Captain America, mm-hmm. and he's been getting like videos, like you said, Andrew and Quinn from athletes and stuff like that. But Chris Evans did a really cool video that I posted on my page, and I would be a dirty liar if I said that I wasn't like all teared up when I was oh, watching yeah. it yeah. every single That's time. Awesome. Like I can't watch it, and he's um, Robert so Downey Jr. Chris Evans is sending Hemsworth. him a um, Chris Evans is sending him a Captain America shield, um, which you can bet it's going to be a cool one. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not just going to be some plastic one. But, uh, yeah, so, so I guess, you know, what happened? It was like the neighbor's German Shepherd or something like mm-hmm. went for the daughter. And um, and th- th- don't anybody say anything about breeds or whatever. This is not time or place. But went after the daughter, the little, little brother stepped in. And when they, ah, the fuck, when they asked him, you know why he did it he said because i thought if somebody was gonna die it would be me and not my little sister so um thank you for bringing this up true hero um and uh again um i certainly don't wish that uh that a young man like him um has to deal with injuries like this but um in a in a world right now where a lot of people are disagreeing over a lot of stuff that uh is is major and a lot of stuff that's pretty petty uh it's nice to see people come together and be able to agree on one fact and that's that this Little dude's a badass and a hero. So, so just aspire to be like yep. him every day. Yeah, everybody. the good stories are all be like there. be like Bridger. Yeah, look at fuck man. You know, I, I I shouldn't say fuck so much, but what I'm saying like fuck man because I'm trying to get something across. Like, listen, we'll we'll end off on this, and I'll let Andrew do his mm-hmm. send off. But like, if 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 you're looking for bad shit, you're gonna see bad shit, right? And and I'll say this every week: if you're looking for bad shit, you're gonna see bad shit. If you're looking for good stuff, um, you're a whole lot more likely to see that stuff pop out at you. So I know stuff's not awesome right now, like all the way around. But uh, try to focus on the good stuff. And I know that's cliche advice, but um, it's it's the absolute goddamn truth. So um, focus on the good stuff, and you'll start seeing a lot more of that in front of you. All right. So there we go. So for Diamond Dave Damone, the Appleton Oak, Mason Quinn, and the answer. Good night now.